I, that that's fine with me. And you don't have any pictures, and that's what's suspect. Yeah, because they're not. They're part of the Illuminati. We need a beat for an intro. Yeah, I'm going to work on that. I'm going to actually hit Greg up for that and say, bruh, lace me with something hot. Or Chris. Oh, yeah, I got to ask Chris, too. Shout out, shout out to my boy C. Rhodes. I got mm-hmm. to show my man some love. We got to go out there. I know we do. So this is the Celebrity Beef Podcast. I am your man, Bo. Yeah, at Merrill Productions on the Instagrams. And now I, you, you got one, too. You got to introduce it. I do. We, we did this last week. Okay, well, we're going to do it every week. That's kind of how this works. Yeah. What is that? And Weezy. A-N-W-E-E-E-Z-Y-Y-Y. Do you regret? Um, no, I don't. What was uh, I going to say? All the E's and Y's. That's what I was going to say. You don't regret that at all? No, I don't. Why would I? Because it's great. <laughs> also. All right, Bottle Bow. Oh, that's the old school. Mm-hmm. I used to have an Instagram handle called Bottle Bow. Was it Instagram handle that I had? Or yeah, was it yeah. no, it was both in, in, in uh, Twitter. So I'm probably only going to make it to about 50 because all of the plastic bottle alcohol that I've consumed over my life. My liver is probably not proud of me. But we've upgraded lately. We have upgraded. You got a Costco membership. That's Ooh, been that's been yeah. like super um, What's your favorite thing about Costco? The churros. I salivate Bro, those thinking churros about are churros. Fire. But that brisket though, you gotta get the brisket next time. No, see, I'm you know I think I'm gonna stop eating there like food wise because I always feel sick afterwards. Yeah, it's not uh, it's not great for like nutrition. No, I could probably get a salad though. They have salads, but it's fucking Costco. No, so why would you get a get salad? Out. If you get a, if you get a salad, I'm not sitting with you. <laughs> You're rude. So, but it's gonna be a churro. Um, I could eat nine hundred. Okay, of those so things. you we don't watch eat. Netflix anymore. Oh, sorry. Go on. Side note: He's gonna take me to churro holic. Uh, that's probably not gonna. When are we gonna be over on the west side? You can meet me on the west side. I'm gonna, dri- I'm gonna drive you across the town. Say where the sun don't set. Are we? Are we doing this right now? Sorry. Oh, uh, and then, um, yeah, so I don't know when that's going to happen. I mean, I'll take you some time, but it's going to be like in conjunction with something. It's not, we, we're not going there specifically with your holiday. It's our wedding anniversary soon. I think I deserve it. Okay. And nothing else. Cancel the Airbnb. I already paid for that. Oh, get a refund. You can get a refund for like three days. Mm, you don't know no rules. Don't act anyways, like you know rules on. about stuff. All right, so um, I'm going to start the sad note. I got to get this out of there because i depressed, and I just want to put it out there and say it. Rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. I didn't even say his name right. Damn. Rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. I'm, I'm sad. Prayers and thoughts to his family and loved ones. Yeah, man. We got to stop killing each other black folks. I don't want to go on a diatribe or get on a soapbox about that, but um, don't worry, guys. It was the soapbox. I'm sorry. Well, I, I just, We're not taking away from him, though. No, nah, man. He's, he's, he, he was uh, a pillar of his community. He really did a lot of things for black people and trying to uplift them. And I think whatever happened, it was senseless. There was no need for it. He should have been better protected. And I... Um, it's I just hate, really disappointing. Yeah, I hate seeing shit like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's depressing and that's sad, but... You know, the show go on. He's going to be survived by his two kids, Lauren London, his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I know they'll be well taken care of. And he was really smart with his money. He had a lot of investments, did a lot of good things on the uh, South Central and, and for that part of uh, Los Angeles. So, and, and, we, and we just want people to be safe, too, uh, that are out there trying to um, commemorate his his uh, legacy. Yeah, and don't be shooting, Don't man. stab people. We don't, need, don't. you know, to come together. We don't need to be pitted against each other for it. You know, the the, the, old, the oldest saying is violence begets violence. Like, it's, it's, it's never going to stop if somebody doesn't stop it. And we've lost so many good men and so many... Uh, good women. Uh, women and just important people to the community. Like, people that are trying to uplift and build... We can't like murder each other over flashes of emotion. Like that can't be that can't be the thing. So I'm I'm gonna get off that. 
had to say my piece. I feel feel some kind of way about it. But moving on, you haven't been watching Netflix lately. No, I have not. We've been. I've just been watching Frasier. 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 Who's your favorite character on Frasier? Niles. Niles is a pretty All day. good character. All day long. I think I like BB though. BB Blazer. Oh, I do love BB. She made me laugh. I do. Yeah. Oh no, you know I gotta take about Marty. Marty's the guy. I I agree. I do like I like Niles just because like he's so awkward and I just it resonates so that well with me. Awkward person. No, he doesn't have to bring that out. It's already out. That's true. You like fly around with that guy. For real. All right. Best thing you saw this week. I really gotten. I don't know. Like the best thing I saw this week is actually TV. And just Bar Rescue because it's been added. my boy It's been added to the Paramount Network and I've been able to watch it. So I've been happy. John Taffer is a great American hero. I'm going to just put that out there. Wow. He's a good guy. He's a really good I like him because I get to watch him yell and that's me. He yells and he comes back around and he's like, I just care about you. Yeah, I want you to do the best. How is he not? And he fixed his family. Can you explain to me how he hasn't had a stroke yet? He's not a small dude. He's he's a, he's a big dude. And he yells every ep- like there's no episode he doesn't yell, and they've done like two hundred of them. Why are you looking like that? Are you, are you saying I should have had a stroke? No, I'm not saying that you should have had a stroke. God forbid that ever happened. But I'm just saying you yell every day. No, not to the level Taffer does though. Okay, Taffer like he goes. He, he, he like, only see what they edit. We don't know if he actually yells so you all think that's that much. Just a one minute yelling that they just splice the person. Probably. No, nah, I think he'd be going in though. Maybe. But then he gives him hugs. Man hugs. Man hugs. Anyways, so that's my favorite thing that I saw this week. I just have been back. We used to, our Sundays used to be dedicated to Bar Rescue. Oh, and I'm watching uh, that AO show, whether you're jumping on board or not. I don't know what you're talking about. Remember the one that was all crazy? They were jumping between dimensions and then it got like not as great. Oh, yes. I, yes. I saw somebody posting their story. So the AO is a show that's on Netflix. I was actually going to get to that last week. I just didn't have no time. But, um,. I saw somebody on my IG's feed. It was like, the AO is back with the second season. They were all hype. I'm like, all I need is one fan to tell me it's good, and I'm in. So, what was, there was a really Easily hard influenced. Roll. Really? Anyway, I'm not going to get into your influences. <laughs> um, but um, the best thing I saw this week, we actually went to this thing out in Tempe, Arizona. Thanks um, to uh, to Fahad. Oh, yeah. Big shouts to homie Fahadski, man. Fahad is the man. And you will see some photos on my Instagram and on his uh, photo page, five, or excuse me, at 59K. The dude takes amazing pictures. He does, pictures. and he's such a nice guy. He is a good dude. He's, he's, the type, he's the type of dude that's so good, you just go, man, like, you're part of our family. Like, and, he, and he makes me feel bad because I feel like he's a better guy than I am. Not that I'm a guy, but like... Yeah, no, he's a great person. Yeah, it's, it's, you should feel bad. I know, I do, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Not because he's, but he's just so nice. Yeah, he, he's just a wonderful human yeah. being. But he also does amazing photography. So please hit him up. You'll see some of those pictures on my IG at Mirror Productions. You can go on his and see. He does a lot of car photos too. But dude is absolutely amazing. Um, so big shouts to him. But we went to this thing in Tempe called. Um, Experience the scene. No, it's called the scene. You keep oh messing my up God. the name of that's, it. Yeah, that's that's the, the website. That's the website. All right. It's, I'm literally just talking into the mic. Bro, that's the website. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it's called The Scene. Um, and the Instagram is uh, You're The Scene, at You're The Scene. The webpage is Experience The Scene. Thank you. Uh, but uh, super dope. Um, it's 11 rooms. Each room is different. And you can take as many photos in each room as you'd like. You can bring your own camera, your iPhone, whatever. They'll take pictures for you. Thanks to the lady that did it for us. You know what's crazy too is I was looking at like I was on their IG and 
there was so many different concepts we didn't even like. Yeah, play with. Especially the one in the floor and in the in the disco room. I know, like the, they did shots of like their feet, and I'm like, man, that would have been so cool, but yeah. I was stupid. And then like some people, <laughs> and some people laid on the floor and took it that way. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I I really wasn't there for like the photos of myself because you hate photos. I do. My face is really fat. Like in I, I comparison have, to who? I, le- I legit just have a super like, round Victor- face. Victoria's Secret models? Who you try? Like who you? Who I you, have uh, a really round face, and so when I smile, it just gets rounder, and so I would rather not smile in pictures. Anyways, okay. Even still, we got some really cute shots. We did get some, and I'm gonna post them on regardless of how you feel about it. But and you know um, what's awesome is I have your password. I'm about to change that shit tonight. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> um. So that was dope. Now I will say this though: I didn't think it, it was thirty dollars ahead to get in there. I didn't think it should have been thirty dollars a head because all the scenes are really dope, but like there's not a lot of like you know, it's not like you're at an art art gallery, you know, where you're looking and like Right. You're like, Oh man, I wonder you know, you you're like there's there's stuff to talk about and think about. It's just like rooms. Yeah. And if you're not like taking a ton of pictures so it's great if you have a photo shoot coming up. Right, and that's what you want to use it for, but if you're just going to like do some stuff, like Yeah. It, there's it, a ton of other things you could do. Yeah, especially if you're gonna put put thirty bucks ahead. And it was crazy because there's so much money in, in, in Arizona and especially in Tempe. Because we had like eight girls in front of us that all were college age, but they all had no problem dropping, dropping the money in. Because when I was in college, thirty dollars was like a big decision. That wasn't like you just Oh yeah, it was like, man, do, do I really got to spend thirty dollars on this? I'm like, like, that's my groceries for the week. <laughs> right, right. I can get like forty-seven thousand packs of ramen with that. You playing games? So, um, what else? Um, I don't know. I think that was it. We did. We like I said, Fahad was great. Um, he got some really amazing shots, and I'm super excited to see the rest of them. They got this one room. Like, I'm a big dude, and most people listening just probably know that. But like. They got this one room where you like lay in a tub with these duckies. Oh my um, god, it was so cute. And uh, it wouldn't miss. It ain't. Let, let me tell you right now, if you wear a double X shirt, it's not for you. All right, just go ahead and just go ahead and stay outside the tub, because getting out of that mug was not easy. Oh dude. yeah, that hurt so yeah, bad. Yeah, but y'all were super cute in there. Yeah, we got some pictures of me and Ellie throwing the balls at each other and. Super cute. I was just thinking, like, man, maybe we can get a sponsorship from them. But then I was like, nah, it ain't worth thirty dollars. So they ain't sponsoring shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a pop up thing. Like they do it every once in a while. They move around locations. They think yeah. they're gonna do like a different uh, scenery for the fall. So yeah, yeah. yeah if you want to get your family pictures, do that. Hit up my man at five nine k and get your stuff done professionally by a really dope guy. Let's get into these beefs. How do you like that? You remind me of Bulldog right now where he has like all those different sounds. That's what we need though. We need spices churn up. I know for real. Burr, burr, burr. I could put like a a track behind us while we do this. Like, you know, like a, a song. I feel like that'd be really annoying. Like if I was listening to a podcast and I heard music, I'd be like, fuck this. And I turn it off. Is that how you usually react to things? You know, like, you go, fuck this. and you. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. What's your favorite podcast, by the way, right now? You still love uh, True Crime oh. Garage, My Favorite Murder, Jimmy Jackson's World Hits. One of those three isn't real. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, I still listen to My Favorite Murder. I mean, loyally. Um, they have a new one with... How much money are those chicks making? They be touring around the world, man. They're going to be here this Friday. Why you ain't get ticks? Am I cool because I said ticks? I You're, not I cool. <laughs> You're not cool. <laughs> I, I am so cool because I said ticks. Um, you know, they've been around the world like the entire world. I know. They go to like little countries in like Europe and stuff. They do all of that. Ireland and all that. Yeah. And they are very entertaining. Uh, Super I, you entertaining. Know, I, you know, I don't, I'm not a murderino like yourself. Yes. But uh, but every time they're on, like I enjoy hearing them banter. Yeah. I, yeah. I do. Um, True Crime Garage 
And I then, you like, see, like a year and a half ago, you told me you didn't like that one. I didn't, but then I started like really listening, and I actually do like it. And then, um, oh, and then I also like tales and cults. What's that about? It one is about like historical tales, so like the cover like where be- like the story of Beauty and the Beast started oh yeah you were talking about that and wasn't that like a horrible story yeah it's a really horrible story like and they go into like the original tales of it and when they were like created and who created them and like the real story not what we like you know what disney rips off gotcha um so it's pretty interesting interesting did they cover cover pocahontas because i bet that was brutal no they haven't they haven't and um hey quick sidebar what's up and then we'll get into these but what's up with like okay disney's obviously remaking all their movies yep Live action. Mm-hmm. And um, is that kind of bullshit? Why? Because we've seen the story before. There's nothing new being presented. I mean. I mean, they're literally going to print checks off this shit, but they're just recycling shit they've had for years. I'm not mad at it. Like, this, I mean, you have to think it's kind of genius. Like, the CGI and stuff now is, is like. Is it, though, kind of genius? Well, yeah. No, the CGI is so great now. Like, why wouldn't they want to do those things? Like, Mowgli. See, I think it started with Mowgli. That was, you know, obviously the Jungle Book, right. and, and that just that like well, though, did it? it did oh, okay. so well. I didn't pay attention to or that. even like the Life of Pi. Like those movies did so. What was well. that based off of? I don't know. It was a book. Oh, okay. But um, I I'm not mad at it. Like I love Beauty and the Beast. This that Aladdin's was... gonna be fucking tragic, though. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I don't know. I love. I, I legit love this movie. And Will Smith just canceled his career. I'm just. Did you see? The, did you see like the uh... trailers? Don't mean shit. He just looks weird. Maybe I don't know. I didn't. You ever seen him in the I, blue? I've watched yet? it, but like I didn't yeah. really pay attention. Garbage. Um, just like Endgame. You know, there's supposed to be all these like Easter eggs in like the Endgame, um, trailers. But Marvel's very deceiving, so I doubt we'll see any of those scenes in the actual movie. Yeah, maybe they did it with. Uh, How did you take this off of Disney? Anyways, I'm still okay. trashing Disney. Oh, oh, my phone is listening to me. Captain Marvel. <laughs> Damn, this is getting you tickets. I'm sorry, my uh, my watch is yeah, it is actually. It's telling me over the closest times are. I wanna. I wish we had like a, a huge audience. I wanna do a poll of how many people have iWatches out there, and if they're d bags or not. I think there's a correlation. Remember I told you that before you got Troy. He's just jealous because his wrist can't fit one. Damn, bro, you had to be like that. You just they called got me. A, you just called me a exp- douchebag. They got expandable. You just they got expandable bands. Hold on now. You just, <laughs> you just called me a douchebag. <laughs> no, I did facts. All right, let's get into these uh these beef beefarinos. Can I take that stuff? Beefaroni. Didn't they, didn't they take Rochambeau from us? No, they didn't. Well, yeah, but okay. it's right. fine. are we doing that? Or are you just gonna yeah. go first? All right. Well, I beat you every single fucking time. The first eleven weeks, I beat you. You were getting mad that I beat you so often. You're like, don't look at my hand. <laughs> All right, Rochambeau. Don't look at my hand, you cheater. Here we go with this again. Rochambeau. I see you looking at my hand. That's what. Rochambeau. 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 Ah. Dun, 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 That means I lost. We definitely got some noises. Man, I got a... Oh, let's go get a keyboard. You know how I always want a keyboard anyway, right? And then I can like play this hand like... Yeah, and then I'll play for Elise. And then I can also play the Latin theme song. No, nobody wants that. You suck. <laughs> All right, so my you beef, suck donkey dick. I suck donkey dick. You know from American Pie. Jim sucks donkey dick. Jim sucks donkey dick. That's the thing. Yeah, when he's getting married because he wants uh, Stuffler to teach him to dance. Interesting. 
All right, let's never refer to that again. So let's get into this beef. I've got Justin Bieber and uh, Orlando Bloom, and this guy Justin spicy. Bieber. Justin Justice Bieber. <laughs> Word to my homie Dwight Schrute. Um, this got a little spicy. Oh. This got a little spicy. Uh, Orlando Bloom was trying talking to hurt. about two dudes, and he's saying it's spicy. It's spicy. Um, Justin Bieber used to be a dickhead. He's still a dickhead. How's he a dickhead now? He's about to be a daddy. She's pregnant. Is she really? Yeah. Where the fuck have I been? I'm going to Google that shit Because you'd be sleeping. You'd be at work like listening to stuff that only people like you listen to. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm going to recount some of that a-hole things that Justin has done. Now, in Justin Bieber's defense, he was a 12-year-old child star. And I contend that any child star is going to be kind of effed up. Name me one child star that didn't have a major breakdown. Go. Nobody? Hillary Duff. That's one. Anybody else? That was pretty good. Nope, I didn't think so. There's not a lot. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, most of child stars have issues. So I'm going to go through a couple things before we get started. Just to, just to kind of set the tone about the time period in which Justin Bieber was doing outrageous things. And this is about the time he was about 20 years old. He had just come out with Baby, Baby, Baby. That was his huge... Uh, that's why Baby was hit, hit of his career, would you say? Baby. Yeah, don't do that. Um, so... So he got a monkey and abandoned it in a foreign country. Interesting. Yeah, he just uh, he had no documentation for the monkey and just uh, kind of left it in, in uh, Germany. Just like, eh, I'm out. Punched the cake on the set of CSI. And that was <laughs> that was back when he had that weird like bowl haircut kind of like the, you know, what it's oh, kinda, the, this one, the. Yeah, yeah. That thing. Where That's he, me flipping my hair. Well, he looks very uh, androgynous. He ordered his bodyguards to carry him along the Great Wall of China, which seems very disrespectful to me. Has a couple of racist videos uh, back in 2014. I had a video with him using the N-word. Another video joking about joining the Ku Klux Klan. Mm-hmm. He had dreadlocks. And this picture, he looks like a dick bag. Side note, she's not pregnant. April Fool's joke, by the way. That shit's whack. It got me. Why are you giving me that dirty look to Like, you should know better. I don't know nothing. Don't be doing that. You know, I just... Uh... Oh, there's a photo of him right now posting... Uh, not right now, but back in the day posting a blackface graffiti... Um, of a dude that looks very um, racist. It just looks racist. And pregnancy jokes are not fucking funny. He spat on fans from a balcony. So he, he was legitimately a dick bag. He spat on a neighbor. He has never had any privacy. He went through his... Oh, a lot of defense coming on here. I'm, no, I'm not, I'm not trying to be super defensive, but like... He has not had privacy since he was 11 years old. No, and, like, I, and that's, that's my a point. big deal. Yeah, and that's my thing about these child stars. They all go some sort of kind of craziness. Demi Lovato. Thanks, Lizzie Usher. Lohan. I mean, yeah, he's he's discovered what, do you, what do you think about that, though, when, like, uh, somebody comes along and discovers a young child artist and, like... It's gross. Because even Michael he's Jackson, grooming. like, all of these people, like... I mean, not grooming him for him. He's just taking money just, from him. But even still, like taking advantage—that's still taking advantage of a child. Yeah. No, I, legitimately, and that's why I don't. We have, like, I, like I say time and time again, we have absolutely beautiful children, but I don't want them anywhere near anything that can, uh, you know, harm them like this. Because, um, yeah, no, it gives them a self—you know—a weird self uh, self view, and obviously, you see Justin Bieber has all these issues, especially you know. He urinated in a restaurant mop bucket before proceeding to say. <laughs> This is kind of funny. Before proceeding to say fuck Bill Clinton. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he just... Um, Bill Clinton was a pretty good president. <laughs> he, he just... He said he hoped Anne Frank would have been a believer. <laughs> That's just him being a dumbass. Yeah, so anyway, obviously he had a lot of issues. Now, this beef comes from that kind of a time period. 
and it involves uh, Orlando Bloom, heartthrob. What do you think about him? You think he's hot? Lot of, lot of Legolas. Things, huh? You think Legolas. He, he looks like a, you don't like non manly looking dudes, and he looks like a chick in that movie. And I, Legit I, chick. I, I don't typically right. I, I like manly men. Yeah. So what's up with this? I just I love those movies because I'm a nerd. I love those. So movies. is it the fantasy that gets you? No, I don't know. No, I don't. Not right. really. But even still, like Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, I mean Will Turner. So, so clearly fantasies. But he looks pretty manly in that one. So. Oh, I don't remember that. I don't. I don't That's watch okay. like with Keira Knightley. I don't watch a lot Johnny of. The, I don't That's watch fine. a lot of those uh, piratey kind of. Yeah, I was a child when it came out, so. I don't. Whatever. Um, okay, so let's get into it. So back in 2012, uh, Orlando Bloom's wife Miranda Kerr was at a Victoria's Secret fashion show. And Justin Bieber moved on in there, swooped on in, and they got kind of flirty. They were kind of close. She was still married at the time. Now, sources says Justin Bieber tried to keep in contact with her, but she kind of brushed him off because she was married. And she's like 12 years his senior. <laughs> I mean, look at uh, Pete Davidson and uh, your girl, Kate Beckinsale. I do love me some Pete Davidson. Thought, oh, Why? I got to start like an ugly chick so you can do that. Um, he looks like a, like a eraser. He literally, if you had to like, like take in a pencil eraser and turn it into a person and be Pete Davidson. Why do you hate? Because he's funny it's looking. He's funny. No, funny looking. I don't. <laughs> I don't have any problem with his like humor, but when you like ugly people, it makes me feel weird about myself. Like, see that look right there. Anyway, I'm gonna use this in the divorce proceedings, just so you know. Um, Ouch. So That's uh, verbal abuse. So they ended up getting to a brawl in Ibiza. So. <sighs> What a what, first what a great world place to, problem. Yeah, what a great place to get to a fight, right? <laughs> so I guess um, Atlanta Bloom's at a table with uh, a bunch of stars. Leonardo DiCaprio, Lindsay Lohan, um, an Australian uh, Victoria's Secret model. What's her name? Oh, a Spanish model. Anastasia Skolkova. Anastasia. <sighs> I hate being corrected. So, um, I don't know if that's really it, but I would think pro- it Probably. Would be. I mean, she's Spanish, probably. Yeah. Um, so... Justin Bieber, like, he wasn't eating there. He just came to the restaurant. And I think in this uh, this Spanish model said that she thinks he came in there just looking for trouble because uh-huh. because he wasn't eating there. And uh, he just kind of came in and then kind of, you know, just kind of hanging around. Wasn't necessarily doing nothing. And after that, uh, Orlando Bloom saw him. So I guess uh, he said something. They don't know what he said. There's no documentation of it. But as soon as he said it, and they think it was about his wife or his ex-wife at, at this point. Um, so they kind of walk separate ways. Orlando Bloom jumps over a sofa and starts throwing punches at dude. Yes. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of gangster though. Like mm-hmm. he, he just got a whiff. Why are you biting your lip? That's, don't do that. I, I was uh, going to say that on my nah, tooth. Nah, you love it. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> and I guess, uh, so I guess before the fight happened, he was trying to rile up Leonardo DiCaprio and it said something to him, but DiCaprio's an OG. So he just, he literally just shoot him away with his hand. Like, dude, get lost. You're, get you're, the fuck you're out a baby. Here. I'm not yeah. entertaining that. But I guess when uh, Orlando threw the punch because he jumped over to the, uh, the couch and threw a punch at him, they said everybody in the restaurant started clapping for him, for Orlando Bloom, for uh, I would, finally I mean. taking the swing at him. Um, so after that, uh, nobody knew why he was there, you know, and then it kind of like it kind of settled down from there. After the ruckus, um, Bieber being a dick, he posted a picture on his uh, Twitter of, I guess, uh, his boat and... Um, Miranda Curran in the bikini. 
just to kind of be like, yikes, trying to flex on me. I had your chick, so what I is it? I fucked your ex-wife. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then he, but then he took it down, and then shortly after that, Orlando Bloom went on to get with guess who? You know, Selena Gomez. And now he's engaged to Katy Perry. Is he engaged mm-hmm. to Katy Perry? I don't know that I would marry her. She's a little crazy. Her dancing in bars and like, I mean. Yeah, I know I'm married crazy anyway. But uh, I remember. You danced on bars once upon a time. I never danced in no bars, bruh. Um, so, anyway, I mean, it kind of died down after that. You know, they stayed, they didn't really talk no shit after that. It kind of just all went away. Um, but I just love the fact that uh, <laughs> he threw the punch at him and people clapped for it. I mean, if you got in a physical fight and the people are clapping for you, I mean, you'd, that, you'd probably feel good about yourself. I mean, you know, I, I, I would have, like, I would have laid him out if it was me. I guess Lindsay Lohan tried to come over and like calm Bieber down. And I don't even see why you'd come to Bieber's defense at this point. Cause it seems like you're just being a dick. Yeah, no, that's, that's pretty, it's just gross. It's just gross behavior. It is gross behavior. What do you, uh, what do you think about Bieber? You don't like Bieber? I don't have feelings either. I think he gr- makes great music. Do you think he makes great music? <sighs> okay. Maybe not great music, okay. but like listenable music, very pop friendly. Like, absolutely. I mean, how about getting into a brawl in Ibiza, though? That's just being first world. That's just a problem I want to have. Like, I'll let somebody hit me to be in Ibiza. Right, exactly. <laughs> hit take, me. Go ahead. I'm in Ibiza. Right. It doesn't matter. Take a free shot. It'd be fine. I took uh, a pill in Ibiza once. Oh, my God. I was about to ask you. I was like, <laughs> about to ask some real questions. Shout out to v- Vici. Rest in peace, bro. Uh, um, <laughs> clown. All right, man. You're up. My, that's my beef. All righty. All righty. So... <clears throat> <clears throat> Uh, my beef this week is Katherine Heigl versus Shonda Rhimes. Which... Yeah, and I don't hate, I don't like Katherine Heigl. You don't know her. Because I've heard a lot of stories about her being just a royal B-word. Yeah, she's a bitch. Anyways. Man, I tried to be like PG in this joint. You just went for it. No. Okay, so for those of you who don't know who Katherine Heigl is. Um, who is she? She's an American actress, film producer, and former fashion model. Did you say what she's produced? It's just interesting to me. If not, that's fine. I'm getting there. I'm oh, getting there. Okay, I'm not going to say a word. I always do this. I know. Hey, every, so- every single time. <laughs> um, she started her career as a child uh, model with Wilhelmina Models before turning her attention to acting, making her debut in That Night in 1992, later in appearing in My Father the Hero, Under Siege 2, Dark, Dark Territory, Roswell. Back in the 2000s. That was a TV show, right? Yes, it was. Um, and then uh, from 2005 to 2010, she started as Izzy Stevens on ABC television's medical drama Grey's Anatomy. That's where she got a big break. Yes. With a role which that brought her significant re- uh, recognition accolades, including the Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Supporting Actra- Actress in the drama series in 20- 2007. Um, now, real quick, did you watch Grey's Anatomy? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Because I was wondering, was she good on that? I mean, obviously she I was, Emmy, so she had to be okay. I was more of a Desperate Housewives kind of girl, but. Dig that. That was a pretty hot show, too. Yeah, time. it was. Um, She's extremely known for her appearances in Knocked Up, 27 Dresses, The Ugly Truth, Killers, Life As We Know It, New Year's Eve, The Big Wedding, Unforgettable, The Nut Job, State of Affairs, blah, 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 blah. So she's I don't been, know any of those movies, but Knocked Up. Okay, so Knocked Up. 27 Dresses, The Ugly Truth, Killers are all like rom-coms. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the Nut Job is just a kid's movie. It was That's an animated joint, right? Yes, it is. Okay, yes, it yeah, is. I know that one. All right. It seemed like she really had that great of a career outside of, uh, I mean, I don't know, maybe those movies did well, but it doesn't seem like any of those really did. I have no idea. I have no uh, idea. All right. But 
And then we have Shonda Rhimes. Again, for those of you who don't know, she's an American television producer, um, TV and film writer and author. She is best known as the showrunner, creator, head writer, and ex- executive producer of the television show Grey's Anatomy. She did Scandal too, right? It's a uh, spinoff, Private Practice, and the political thriller series Scandal. Yeah, Scandal was huge for a bit. Um, she also has served as the executive producer on ABC TV show Off the Map and How to Get Away with Murder and The Catch. How to Get Away with Murder was pretty good too. Yeah. Um, she was named one of Time Magazine's 100 People Who Helped Shape the World. The world, Craig? The world. Damn. Um, and then she also published her first book, a memoir, Year of Yes, How to Dance It Out, Stand in the Sun, and Be Your Own Person. I wonder how a person who makes TV shows gets voted like most influential person, one of the most influential people in the world. That's crazy. Yeah. She's like super like amazing. Okay. So, going on to the beef, we'll kind of start um, on sh- uh, Shonda Rhimes' kind of side. So, she's one of the most powerful women on television. Um, blah, blah, blah. Sorry, I lost my place. Okay. So, obviously. Reading is, is difficult. It's, it is difficult. True. It's really difficult. Yeah. I don't understand. I just learned, so I don't yeah, really no, feel bad. That's fine. Um, so, obviously, Shonda Rhimes did Grey's Anatomy, which Katherine Heigl starred on for five years. Um, they will they will never be on the same screen again. And this kind of started during this time. Uh, Shonda Rhimes said that she has a no-asshole policy, or no-assholes policy, and Katherine Heigl is apparently the queen of assholes. Yeah, I, I've heard so. <laughs> even on like movie sets, she's a dick. Yeah. So, when speaking to the Hollywood Reporter, Shonda Rhimes opened up about all the bullshit she dealt with um, on the set of Grey's Anatomy from Catholic or Catherine Heigl publicly removing her name from an Emmy consideration because she wasn't happy with material that, or wasn't happy with material to her waffling between going and staying and the whole mess and caused her a bunch of issues. Um... So basically what happened was she was nominated for an Emmy, but uh, Emmy, but backed out because she's like, I'm not happy with it. Like, it doesn't deserve it. The writing doesn't deserve it. I'm backing out. I, I, I always wonder about that because I know on a <laughs> lot of shows, like, like sometimes the, 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 the actors do have issues and they tell them, like, yo, I want you to, like, you know, change yeah. this. I don't like this. Yeah. And so um, Shonda Rhimes went on to say... I don't put up with bullshit or nasty people. I don't have time for it. Um, it got so bad that at one point, she and the producer set aside a case of champagne, vowing to only drink a bottle after each time they overcame a new PR crisis or horrifying day on the set yeah. in regards to Catherine Heigl. They went through the entire case in three weeks. Holy shit, they yeah. some drunks. Yeah, they were. I, I think it was just an excuse <laughs> to drink. Um, soon, Rhymes became so annoyed and frustrated she um she actually went on to create a show about a crisis management expert and then that's how scandal was born damn out of this kind of issue well i mean she turned it into something positive yeah a show which she said that katherine heigl will never be asked to appear on because it actually runs smoothly um shonda rhimes said there are no heigls in this situation so really just i just want to know what she did Do you have any info on what she actually did though if not, that's fine. I'm gonna look something. No, up. it's just I'm been. Just... Um, she's just been. She was a nightmare to deal with. She basically said that that the show didn't deserve an Emmy because the writing wasn't good enough. Yeah, I don't know. And that's that a was... straight 
shot at Shonda Rhimes because she fucking wrote it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's that's really weird too. Like, why yeah. would you turn down a an I, Emmy for it? And then Katherine Heigl like kept going back and forth whether or not she was going to leave the show, causing everyone distress. Like, what are we going to do if she leaves? How do we write her off? And that, like, and that gets old. Yeah, mm-hmm. going back and forth. Um, but there's been rumors for years about Katherine Heigl being hard to deal with. Um, and it seems, you know, it was, it seemed unlikely that Katherine Heigl was actually going to fire back about it, but oh shit, she did. Um, and this was, uh, kind of when they said that her professional life imploded, uh, let's see, uh, imploded or the Emmy winning actress described it. Her career betrayed her the same year, um, she starred in 27 Dresses, the rom-com that she proved was a bankable movie star. Heigl was branded difficult in the media, partially because of the statement she made about withdrawing herself from the 2008 Emmy race since she didn't consider the Grey's Anatomy, Grey's Anatomy material Shonda Rhimes had given her to warn an Emmy nomination. Nearly a decade later, um, the actress went on Howard Stern's a serious radio show to discuss the blowback and clarify her initial statements and describe how the media's criticism has affected her. Um, Catherine Heigl was quick to backpedal her 2008 statements, explaining that she did not mean to criticize the material on Grey's Anatomy as much as her performance. I wasn't feeling good about my work that season. No, said Heigl. As an actor, you want to get nominated. For an Emmy, you have to submit your work. That year, I said, I'm not going to spin anything because there's nothing I feel good about. I didn't feel good about my performance, and there was a part of me that thought, because I had one the year before, I needed that juicy, dramatic, emotional material. After the marks were widely circulated in the press, Heigl said that she apologized to Rhymes herself and saying, I went in because I was really embarrassed. Um, so I went in to see Shonda and said, I'm so sorry. That wasn't cool, and I should have not said, I shouldn't have said that. Um, and I shouldn't have said anything publicly, but at the time I didn't think anyone would notice. I quietly didn't submit and then it became a story and I felt like I was obligated to make a statement so she won the year bef- and I should have just said, shut up. So she won the year before and thought nobody was going to notice if she didn't try. I know right again. Year. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, that's good. Yeah. At the time, um, the New York times reported that the remark has fueled speculation in Hollywood that Miss Heigl wants out of her contract on the series. This has been the second time in a little over a year that a dispute between Heigl and the show's producers has spread behind or spread beyond studio soundstage. So she's having issues with everyone. Yeah. And that's what it is. Um, she also Heigl also revealed that she was so traumatized by the follow-up that she eventually sought out professional help. I've never done therapy until a couple of years ago. I started going because of the scrutiny. I was not handling it well. I was feeling completely like the biggest piece of shit on the bottom of your shoe. I was really struggling with it and how to not take it all so personally and not to feel that there's really something deeply wrong with me. It was very hard at first. I mean, there might have been some. (laughs) It's definitely anxiety-inducing. And for me, it's a lot to think about when just wanting to go to sleep at night. I don't want to compromise who I am and what I have to say. Um, and what I have to say. Uh, but, you know, now we know that she's going to, you know, daily therapy se- sessions and just kind of um, trying to do what she needs to to kind of correct it. 
the actress was so determined to reverse her reputation of being difficult, she said that she has since tried to keep her mouth shut on set even when she shouldn't have. I remember doing this little independent movie and I just... And just being afraid to say anything. I remember wearing shoes a size too small because I was afraid to tell the wardrobe that if they weren't big enough, I would because I didn't want to be difficult. And after that, I was like, this is nonstop nonsense. It needs to stop. I mean, there's also like a way to present everything. You don't Absolutely. have to just be like, this shows that you can be like, hey, hey man, y'all got another pair of Yeah, you know, these are a little bit too small. They're a little uncomfortable. Do you have something in my size? Right, right. Um, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, you don't have to be a dick. Right. Um, it was also noted that the actress had caught heat before um, for the remarks she made in the magazine about Jude Apto's uh, Knocked Up in which she co-starred. Uh, for the 2008 story, uh, Heigl told Vanity Fair that she had some personal problems with the film. It was, it was a little sexist. It paints women as shrews, as humorless and uptight, and it paints men as lovable, goofy, and fun-loving guys. It exaggerated the characters, and I had a hard time with it some days. I'm playing such a bitch. Why is she being such a killjoy? What is that? Why is this? Ha- or why are you portraying women this way? Because women, 90, some women like that. Ninety-eight percent of the time, it was an experience, an amazing experience, but it was hard for me to love the movie. Um, during the same Howard Stern interview that she did, she backpedaled on those statements again, saying, "I liked the movie a lot. I just didn't like me." Um. Her character was kind, or she was kind of like, she was judgmental, uptight, and controlling, and all these things. I really went with overdoing it. A lot of it, Jude allows to be very free and improvise whatever. And afterwards, I was like, why is that where I went with this? What an asshole. So she's saying that she had like free character reign on it, which she allowed. And she made it. And she made it like her this asshole. Even so, Heigl went on, um, she revealed that she still has not apologized to him. I've thought about writing a note. I feel embarrassed. I don't want to feel insincere on any level. So what I kind of am getting from all of this is that I don't think (laughs) she likes herself that much because she wants to always play like, like, because acting is acting. You're not always going to play like some great character sometimes you're gonna play a dick sometimes you play this and that but right. like the fact that she always has problems with scripts she always has problems with the characters she always has problems with the Maybe writers she doesn't want to be an actress i agree i agree and i think you know it, that's unfortunate because i do think she is talented yeah she cool but but like if you can't work with people you don't have a job well and, and the fact of the matter is you're not i can understand if you have like really fundamental things about the script or you think like the script is something that like people are going to look at and go Man, that's fucked up. Like, wow, they really did that? Like, you know, like there's certain things in movies that you, you can just say, like, yeah, that, that might have been too far. But if it's not something like that, shut the hell up and do your job or don't be an actress anymore. I agree. And, you know, it's yeah. So obviously they still neither of them want anything. I mean, I think I think Catherine Heigl doesn't really like I think she'd want to remedy the situation with Shonda Rhimes, but Shonda Rhimes just doesn't want anything to do with it. Well, and I think she was very immature. I wonder how old she was at the time that they filmed that, because it sounds like she was incredibly immature. But, Twenty-nine. Oh, maybe she maybe she matured late. <clears throat> but um <laughs> I would also say that um she kind of paid her price because she got like kind of blackballed in Hollywood for a while. She I remember there's a period of time where like people would go out of their way not to work with her. I actually, while you were doing that, pulled up a couple because I was really curious about like how bad she was. And I guess her mom was just as bad too. So they were saying like, 
Um, there were she wouldn't come out of her trailer a lot of the times. Uh, like you said, she was always uh, commenting on the script. Uh, she always had wardrobe issues. Her mom would tell people, and I don't even know. Or I guess her mom's her manager. Uh, she would tell her, like, tell people, well, fuck you, you're a fucking liar, you're she'd an throw idiot. The, she'd throw the middle finger up a lot. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And um, the producers from other networks wouldn't work with her. I guess she did a, a small film called Jenny's Wedding, and because she wanted so much money, they had to uh, raise funds online, like a GoFundMe for it. Um, yeah, she... That's she, crazy. And then the thing about Knocked Up that bothers me, too, is, like, that's how you got your break, man. Like, I love that movie. I'm not saying you can't have an issue with it, like, after, because... I don't know a lot of actors I've seen who be like, yeah, I didn't, you know, I didn't love that movie. It wasn't like my best work, right? No, which, which I'm cool not, with when they say, say that. that it's not your best work, right? And then that can you can mean that a bunch of different ways. You don't have to pan the film, right? Well, then my thing is, is like he gave you free reign to do what you wanted with that character, and that's how you chose to portray that character. Yeah, that sounds like a personality disorder to me. I'm glad she got into therapy because it sounds like she didn't have her her brain in the right spot. Yeah, no, now she has two wonderful, beautiful adopted children and she seems to be thriving and loving life so if we good if, for her if we had unlimited funds would you adopt like a bunch more kids i mean it wouldn't be with me obviously but um no we just have more oh yeah i don't see with these adopted kids they already like you know form you don't have to do all the legwork at the beginning no that's my favorite part is it yeah i get to be evil I'm going to just withhold any commentary I have at this point. <laughs> no, I love, like, the little babies and the baby smell. I like the babies, too, but I don't like, like, because, like, Ellie's really bad right now, and I think that's going to last for a little bit, and I need you to take care of it because I'm off it. I don't know. I, I, I'd have to adopt. I couldn't foster, and I feel like I would adopt a lot of children. I do too. You better Angelina at this joint. I know. I couldn't have like help a it. rainbow family you know, of 56,000 kids. I watched a thing on Octomom. Okay. Today. And that poor lady. Now, wasn't she like, uh, we talked about her like a few podcasts back, like toward the beginning. I remember you mentioned her and like she had gone through a bunch of stuff. and Yeah, she got through a bunch of stuff and her, her octuplets or whatever. They just turned 10 years old. She has 10, 10 year olds or eight 10 year olds? Eight 10 year olds. And then she had six before that. 14 kids altogether. She has 14? Yeah, she had 14 kids. Fertility altogether. drugs? Fertility drugs. Whoa. Um, she just wanted to have children and she's never had partners or anything like that. Like She's raising the kids by herself? Yeah. How old are the six? Um, shoot, I want to say like 12 through God, like 18. Why? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know, but I want to give her a hug. Here, I know, and like, I watched an interview with her, and she's just like the media really portrayed me terribly. So what happened was when she went through IVF to get you know um her her the eight um while she was drugged, her doctor you know made her consent to implant twelve eggs while she was heavily heavily drugged. Why would he do that? And. Because he was a terrible doctor, and what ended up happening is afterwards, a lot of people sued him, not just for this case, but otherwise, and he lost his license. Damn, you know you gotta be fucked if you lose your license. I feel like that's yeah, like, lost um, lost license, and obviously eight um eight of those those embryos implanted. Could you imagine going on a date with her one night? Oh, isn't that crazy? You know, you'd be like, oh, I'm getting some tonight. She's been celibate for the last like I bet. twelve years. Yeah. How could you have turn you sex? Up sex? Yeah. yeah, you'd be like, I ain't never having sex again. Damn that. Well, she hadn't had sex to get pregnant like the first few times. Like, so it was, what you mean? So they, like they, IVF, like they, they just put the sperm in her. Yes, it's a medical procedure. So well, I'm not an idiot. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Like I didn't no, really know. I know. I'm sorry. I know what IVF is. I'm just saying, like, 
I thought she had. The, oh, you said she had no partner. So all of those kids are from sperm donors. What the mm-hmm. fuck? Mm-hmm. Wow. Beautiful children. How she? I need details now. I'm be researching that tomorrow. I didn't know how she's living and how she's raising fourteen kids. Are Crazy. they on the same house? Mm-hmm. All in the same house. Can you imagine the water bill in that house? God damn. She, you know, it's really impressive because I saw and this is a super side note. Sorry, my kid kids be working at ten. I'd be like, look, man. <laughs> she, they run like on military, like they have to, There's like to get everybody of out of the house. She's like, yep, Fuck we just that. back to back to back to back, and I'm like, Geez. lady's mother Teresa. Fuck that shit. A super mom, like. I have three and I can't even do it. You're talking about doing some kid exploitation. You got 14. Somebody's getting exploited. <laughs> <laughs> and she hasn't. Oh, I mean, she she did man. she did a, a porn, but well, that I was mean, herself. I mean, look, you trying to support. For, a lot of times when people do porn, they do it for like very selfish reasons. I feel like that's one situation where you probably need the cash to survive. I you know? know. She even said that because she had been celibate for so long that she just, it was self, um, she just self-stimulating. She, that's how she got herself horny? Was doing a porno? No, she, um, it was a solo porn. She didn't do it with anybody oh, else. Oh, she just. Yeah. What's the point of that? You're going to do a porno, you might as well. Oh, because she didn't want to. She's afraid of penis now. <laughs> and she didn't even use a penis. No, no, she just, she, but she'd been celibate. So I wonder why, she, do you know why she got the IVF in the first place? She just couldn't, have, she thought she couldn't have kids or something? No, she just wanted to have children and didn't, like, didn't want a partner. Damn, that's cr- Like, that's so opposite of most, like, um, typical thought processes of, of what people think, how women think. Like, People always think like what women want a family and this and that. I know, and she's, she's like, like yeah, she's I just, like, I want a family, cool. and a man didn't come, so I'm gonna make my own family. That's fucking insane. Do you, did she have trouble conceiving though? I don't know. I I, I only watched. Oh, so you're saying you're saying she probably did just because she didn't want to have a partner. She I don't think that she had a partner or could find someone that she loved and wanted to do that with, so she did it on her own. So. With the when you do IVF, I'm asking you a lot of questions. No, that's fine. Answer, so I apologize. So when you do IVF, they put egg, additional eggs in you, mm-hmm. and sperm. Their embryos already. And so okay, and so um, the six previous were those done the same way? Yes. Well, so the, she's like a set of twins so ca- and a few other. Oh yeah. So so it's kind of on her too. She wanted to keep having all these damn kids. Yes. So she so she had six, but she was just trying for a seventh, and that was it. And then when she was under, the doctor implanted her with so many. I mean, I I love children. If we could have like three more, I'd want three more. But there's just no way, you know. But that's my point. Like, even if we did have the means for that, would you really want to go through that? I don't know. I I don't know. I can tell you no, no. I can know your temper, bit. You'd be, you be. I think you love it while they were like babies. But as soon as they started to walk and stuff, you'd be like, I'm good on all of this. I'm done. Yeah. I don't like when they're not babies anymore. Yeah, like you guys can actually, you're mobile now. You must go. But I don't know. Yeah, so it's super crazy. But that's, God yeah. Damn. Side, side, side note. We should probably end the podcast now. No, we, <laughs> but I, we got to follow her, man. Now you got me. I'm going to look her up on Instagram. Please now do. I'm curious. Yeah. All right. This is the Celebrity Beef Podcast. You've just been podcasted. Was that cool? That wasn't cool, no. All right. Um, Do us a favor. Hit that subscribe button, man. Show us some love. Go out to your app store. Give us a five-star rating in your app store. It really does help us. Give it really us some does. Feedback. Follow us on Instagram. I'm at Meryl Productions, and she's at Ann. Weezy. And uh, we're out. Peace. Bye. Bye.